Welcome into The Verge, a show which covers the Baltimore Orioles minor leagues. The Verge is part of BSL Radio. Baltimore Sports and Life is dedicated to analysis and discussion on the Orioles, Baltimore Ravens, and the University of Maryland. The site has a team of writers providing coverage of those teams and houses live streaming content weekly. Join the conversations at the message board, like BSL on Facebook, and follow BSL on Twitter. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello, and thank you to listening to today's On the Verge Daily. I am your host, Bob Fallon, recapping the games from, what was it? What was yesterday? Thursday, May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo. It was an exciting day on the farm, especially in Double A Bowie, where Adley Rutschman and D.L. Hall both appeared in their final rehab appearances for Double A level before being promoted to Triple A Norfolk sooner than we thought. Uh, it was very exciting. Now, Adley Rutschman, D.L. Hall, and Grayson Rodriguez are all in AAA and all just very close to making their Major League debut. And to go along with the way the Orioles Major League team played in the last two nights, it's a pretty exciting time for Orioles fans everywhere. So let's start with AA, who lost their game to Harrisburg 6-1. to D.L. Hall was incredible in this game. I mean, he was touching 100 miles per hour, sitting around 98-99, looked effortless, didn't look like he was like trying to throw his hardest or throwing with too much effort. And I think Adley Rutschman made comments to that same effect later uh, after the game, talking to the media. But Hall, he did let two runs score. Well, Tyler Birch did. He let two inherited runners score on an otherwise perfect uh, perfect day for him on the mound. He was three and two-thirds, gave up three hits in a walk. So maybe perfect was the wrong choice of words. But he did strike out six, and he pounded the strike zone, throwing 47 of his 59 pitches for strikes. He also had two balls that uh, were automatic because he was too slow to make his next pitch with that new uh, pitch clock that he's just didn't get a chance to get used to while he was in extended spring. And honestly, that probably led to his lone walk because one of those automatic balls was in at a bat. So Mike Elias did say, hey, if D.L. Hall is coming out throwing strikes, you're going to see him in Baltimore sooner than you think. Well, here he goes. I think he might be uh, a month or so away, maybe even less. Who knows? You don't want to waste these bullets in the minor leagues, especially for a guy like Hall who – you know, just because he throws so hard and his attitude on the mound, you, you never know when uh, something's going to go wrong injury-wise. You just got to cross your fingers and let's get him to the major league level and see what he can do. Like I said, Tyler Birch came in, gave up that hit that scored the two runs, but then strike out the next batter. Rico Garcia, not sure if this is a continuation of his rehab stint or if it is just where he's going to be pitching for now, but he pitched one and two-thirds scoreless innings, giving up a hit with two walks and two strikeouts. Nolan Hoffman gave up two runs. One was earned over an inning and a third on two hits and a walk with two strikeouts. He now has a 4.70 ERA on the season. And Easton Lucas had his first really bad outing of the year. Gave up a home run, a two-run homer in his two innings with a walk and a strikeout. His ERA is up to 2.61 now. At the plate, Bowie only had four hits in the game, but they walked 11 times. So great to see that on-base percentage, that, that walk rate continued to rise up. Hudson Haskin led off the game, was 0 for 3, but he did walk twice. 
He's now batting 328 with an OPS of 144, 1044. Rutschman, in his final appearance at the AA level, hopefully ever, was two for four with a run and a walk. He has been unbelievable, just picking up immediately out of extended spring training on this rehab stint to just be crushing the ball. He hits the ball hard almost every single time and has barely struck out and has walked four times in a week and a half. Gunnar Henderson was 0 for 4. He struggled against Cole Henry, the national starting pitcher who only lasted two and a two-thirds because he didn't have his normal control with five walks. But Cole Henry is a legit pitching prospect. Throws a mid, mid-90s fastball with good breaking stuff. Gunnar Henderson struggled against him, struck out in his first two at-bats, but did work a walk late in the game. So he continues his on-base streak. He's now been on base in every single game that he's played in. Jordan Westberg back in the lineup after a day off. He kind of broke out of a slump. It was nice to see. He started the game one for one with two walks and a single. Did go 0 for 2 in his last two plate appearances, but he did not strike out. So I think the fact that he walked twice, he's seeing the ball better, much more confident. He's about to go on a little bit of a hot streak here. Greg Cullen was one for four with a walk. J.D. Mundy walked three times to uh, more than double his his walk total on the season. Andrew Doshbach was 0 for 4. He is really struggling this year. Dylan Harris was also 0 for 4, and Zach Watson was 0 for 3 with a walk to continue his struggles. Moving up to AAA Norfolk, they lost their game against the Nashville Sounds 4-3 to to drop to 13-14 and on the season, but reinforcements will be there Friday night. As we know, Adley Rutschman will be behind the plate and batting in the lineup tonight, as long as they get a game in with this rain. Zach Lothar, he got a chance to rebound from his terrible start, and he absolutely did not. He could only make it through two and two-thirds innings, through 77 pitches, and couldn't even get out of the third inning. Gave up four hits, two runs, and two walks. Did strike out six, but man, it is just not working for Lothar the last couple of years. He's got a 9.64 ERA on the season. Tim Naughton continued his excellent start by striking out the only batter he faced to get out of the third. Marcos Deplan pitched two scoreless innings. He's now got a 0.93 ERA, and we saw that he's got some decent stuff when he was with the Major League team last year, so maybe he'll earn another shot at some point. Connor Green pitched a perfect inning with the strikeout. Matt Vogel gave up a run over one and a third's inning, did walk two batters, gave up two hits, and struck out one. His ERA is sitting at 3.97, and Cole Uvila got the loss in a blown save to fall to one and one on the season but only because it was extra innings and he allowed the runner that started on second to score. So it was not an earned run. He continues to keep his ERA at 0.00. You have two hits, which is a lot for him over one and two thirds and a walk with three strikeouts. So continued his great play. Ryan McKenna, similar to Hudson Haskins, led off and was there for three with two walks. Yusniel Diaz back in the lineup, a little bit of a sigh of relief there as he came out of the game early and then missed the next game. We found out last night that that was all by design. They're kind of treating it as a rehab, but while he's still in AAA, so that makes a lot of sense. He was one for four with a run to keep his average at 346 in his OPS over 1,000. Kyle Stauer struck out in his only at-bat, replacing him late in the game. Jemai Jones was one for four with a walk and a strikeout. Robert Newstrom continues his hitting streak, one for five with two strikeouts. He's now batting 286 with an 875 OPS. DJ Stewart gets his way into the lineup and makes the most of a two for five with a run and a double. Is it time to bring him back? Does he deserve another shot? No. When is he going to be released? Ryland Bannon 
he is back, baby. Two for four with a run, three RBIs and a walk, as well as his third home run of the year. Nice to see him bouncing back this week after a terrible week last week. Usually when I put someone on the three down slash ice cold section, they tend to rebound, and that is the case here. I'm happy to see it. He's batting 253 with the 760 OPS. Patrick Dorian, after a couple good games in a row, was 0 for 5 with three strikeouts last night. Unfortunate. Chris Hudgens, 1 for 3. And Caden Grunier, 1 for 4 to close out the stat line. Aberdeen Ironbirds won their game 4 to 1 against Brooklyn Cyclones to improve to 17 and 6 on the season. And this is where I can't believe we gave our baby bird of the day to an organizational guy on an org pitcher in Justin Armbruster, but. Here we are. This is what we've come to. Four innings of shutout baseball, only allowing three hits in a walk with seven strikeouts. He now has a 3.10 ERA on the season, as well as 25 strikeouts and only four walks over 20 and a thirds innings, a 1.13 whip. He's just 23 years old, drafted last year in the 12th round out of New Mexico. Not an organizational guy. That's way too early to say that. I mean, maybe he might not end up being a a great prospect, but so far so good. And this is his first taste of pro ball, and he's excelling. And at this rate, he'll be in Bowie by midseason. So keep going. Same with Noah Denoyer, who continues his great start to the year, giving up only one run over his three innings on one hit, one walk, and five strikeouts. He's now 4-0 on the season with a 2.40 ERA. He has 21 strikeouts and only six walks over 15 innings. Love to see it. This guy has really come out of nowhere and impressed the Orioles and impressed us. Nick Roth got to save his third of the year with two scoreless innings, and he lowered his ERA to 4.00 on the year. Connor Norby couldn't follow up his good game two nights ago. Goes there for four in the game. Colton Kowser, one for three with two runs, a walk, and his sixth stolen base. Nice to see him continue to bounce back from a poor start. Kobe Mayo, two for four with a run, an RBI, and a double. Love this guy. Man, 270 with an 866 OPS and just no strikeouts in this game. He is a man amongst boys. Jacob Teeter, 0 for 3 with an RBI sack fly. John Rhodes was 1 for 3. Dante Williams, 0 for 2 with a walk. Billy Cook hit a solo home run, 1 for 3 in the game. After a horrible start, his race has averaged 194 with 688 OPS. Ramon Rodriguez, 0 for 2 with a walk. And A.J. Graffinino back in Aberdeen after he was recently in Norfolk, 0 for 2 with a walk. I think the end is near for A.J., unfortunately. Nice to see the Delmarva Shorebirds come out of the gates hot, put up an 8 spot in the third inning offensively to defeat Columbia, 11-8 overall in the game. Love to see these bats get hot. I think this is what we're going to see. This team is going to get better as the year goes on, and it's exciting. Even though the overall numbers still might not be great, it's just cool to see these guys show their potential. At the pitching wasn't too great last night, but it's not like there was anyone that we're super excited about on the mound. Ryan Long started and couldn't get out of the first inning, walking three batters and allowing a hit. On the way to three runs scoring, only one was earned. Did strike out a batter over two-thirds of an inning. Calvin LaRoche came in, finished out that inning, pitched two more, gave up two runs on three hits and a walk with four strikeouts. He gets the win in the game. He's now 2-1 and one on the season with a 4.73 ERA. Dan Hammer, this guy, <laughs> another guy who I don't think is long for this organization, he gave up two runs, didn't allow a hit, walked six batters, and struck out two over two innings. His ERA is now 6.23 on the season. He was actually out of the 2019 draft. He was a 13th round pick out of Pittsburgh. He's now 24 in low A, 
and he has walked 20 batters over 13 innings after walking 36 batters over 19 and two thirds innings last year. I just, it's, it's not going to work out for him. Unfortunately, Thomas Gerard gave up one run over two innings when a hit and two walks and Preston price got the save pitching two scoreless innings with two strikeouts, his second of the year. And like I talked about these bats were on fire last night. Every single player that was in the starting lineup got on base and eight out of the nine, had at least one hit. Four guys had multiple hits. Let's start with Luis Valdez. The little spark plug at the top of the lineup was one for five with a run and a walk. Michelle Desson, two for four in this game with a run, an RBI, and a walk. Good to see him break out a little bit. Daryl Hernandez was one for four with a run, an RBI, and a walk, and a double. Davis Tavares, two for five with two runs and an RBI. Isaac DeLeon, we said that that home run two days ago might have been a thing to break him out of his massive slump to start the year. Well, maybe it was because he was two for three in this game with two runs, an RBI, and two more walks. He now has 19 walks on the year. I mean, he has a 358 on base percentage to go along with a 161 average. Like I said, if he can just get his average into like the low to mid 200s by the end of the year, his overall line is going to look really good. And he still plays smooth defense at the left side of the infield. Creed Willems got his second hit of his full season ball career for Delmarva. One for five with the run in an RBI. Did strike out four times, but he's 18. And he's only in his first full week of this season. Ryan Higgins was one for four with a triple and three RBIs as well as a walk. The guy out of college, you'd think he'd be doing a little bit better in low A, but has yet to hit a home run. We know he has that power in him. Maybe it's just a matter of time. We will see. Josue Cruz was there for four, but he did walk and have an RBI. And Michael Manticon, the catcher, who is batting 206 on the season now after a two for four game with two runs, an RBI, and a double. So it was a fun day and night on the farm once more for the Orioles. And while I'm not sure how many of these games are actually going to get played tonight, here is what we're looking at. Zach Peake is currently listed as the probable starter for Billy tonight. I, With him being on the IL, I'm not sure if if that's the case or not. I guess we'll see. But uh, again, I don't think any of these games are going to be played. There's so much rain. Well, maybe Delmarva will play since they're in Colorado. Moises Chasse on the mound. Would love to see him have a great start after, you know, not having the best the last couple nights. Carlos Tavera is scheduled for Aberdeen and Cody Sedlock for Norfolk and Nashville. Again, hopefully that's another game on the road that can get played, especially since Adley is supposed to be in the lineup. But either way, whether it's a doubleheader on Saturday or Sunday, we're looking forward to talking about it on the next one of Verge Daily. Thanks for listening.